0: Sound good. That should sound right. Mm. All right, you, 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 you. (coughs) Hello, people. For the stress podcast, how are you good folks doing? My name is Four KJ. Hope y'all all right. Welcome back for another episode of this here show of ours. Um, fuck it's cold. Let's just get that out the way right now. It's fucking cold. I was not. I wasn't expecting. This um plethora of uh when to meet me at the door this morning, but we here we are um recording on a Sunday, which is not our regularly scheduled day, but we still working nevertheless. Now uh, Frankie's here. Hey, how you doing, good brother? Chilling, man. Uh, a Boogie's out on an adventure, so everyone say hi to A Boogie. We love you, A Boogie you be safe out there because shit is real but um but we here though man uh i guess we get into it uh church announcements follow the show on everything uh instagram ig all that good shit the show ig is for the stress underscore podcast on ig uh follow frankie at Frankie medals on IG on all social media platforms. Hashtag where's Frankie? <laughs> follow a boogie at Peacock under pressure on all social media platforms. Uh, follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing, for your bracelets and beads and moon crystals and rocks and I'm gonna have to talk to her because I don't know what the fuck uh, Venus Venus and retrograde means because obviously that's a new thing now. I thought Mercury in retrograde was over, but now it's this new shit called Venus in retrograde.
1: Well, it's a, it's like a calendar, right? The solar system. Mm-hmm. So, every so often it goes into another planet cycle.
0: So that does that does that mean bad shit will just keep happening?
1: Bad shit will on-
0: because that was the excuse people were using like you know well mercury's in retrograde that's why i ain't pay my note on time
1: well people don't know what the fuck they're talking about either sometimes
0: this is also true
1: so you know what's bad and good it's really just a subjective opinion you know of what is good and bad you know shit is just gonna happen you know what are you gonna do
0: I don't know. I was just looking for a, a scapegoat to blame all my problems on.
1: And Mercury Mercury and Gatorade was it?
0: Yeah, Mercury and Gatorade. That's a fucking fact, man. So follow a celestial goddess. Follow at Ivy's Tea co for all your herbal needs. Get your tea, get your honey. Um she uh restocked the pusher tea for all of the um in light of all the hip hop events this week, which we'll get into. So shout out to uh shout out to Nay. Shout out to Ivy's Tea Code Make sure y'all follow her on everything Make sure y'all buy some goddamn tea Because it's cold and y'all need to cut the bullshit Now, I did some high level adulting this week I really really, um, felt like a true adult And I also realized how washed I am Like I redid my budget And I've realized that I'm getting fucking old, man like, that's where I find pleasure out of.
1: That, that you're getting old?
0: No, that I, like, I redid my budget.
1: Oh, because you feel like you're doing <laughs> old shit? You're I'm happy and you're like, I mean, maybe this is what old age is
0: like? Maybe. Like, I I like, I sat down, I got all my bills together, I, I cut some shit out, I added some shit on, I moved some shit around. Like,
1: that doesn't sound like old age to me, man. That sounds like being a man.
0: That shit sounds like some old age shit, bro. Like, I got off work and did that. Like, I didn't. Like, that's, what, that's what you that do. Was, that was my Friday evening. I put the I put my kids to bed. The missus was.
1: Bro, I do that shit every day at this point. I mean, well. Especially Sundays. Sundays is the. All right. What, what, what do I have to spend for
0: this week? Well, Sundays are usually the day everybody kind of like preps for the week or whatever the case may be. That's usually what Sundays are regulated for But I usually don't do Shit like that
1: Most people are healing from Saturday Let's be honest
0: And that was another reason Why I felt like I was washed Because usually Like Saturday Like you said I'd be waking up Fucking blasted from the night before Hungover But now I have three bears And I can't stand straight for three days So
1: Tolerance goes
0: my, sh- my tolerance is complete <laughs> shit, bro. My shit is... Sorry, right, bro.
1: The-, the liver isn't meant to, like, last forever, so, you know.
0: I uh, mean, uh, uh, pardon me. I don't, um... I'm not necessarily mad at it, though, because, like...
1: Who wants to spend mad money on drinking anyway?
0: Liquor is fucking expensive, man.
1: It is, yo. Weed is cheaper.
0: Weed is a lot cheaper.
1: And it's legal now.
0: Holla. Yo, the 28th? The 29th? Recreational marijuana in New Jersey? We out here? We fucking lit? We out here. I think the. Not g-
1: like shit is gonna change.
0: No, shit, No, listen, let's be clear. Hold on. Let's be absolutely <laughs> Another clear. Another day. Nothing is going just to change. Doing it in the street. It's just gonna be more niggas sparking up in the street. Right? Right in your face. It's gonna. Nothing is gonna change. But it's, I'm glad. I'm happy that I can sit on my porch or I can walk to the store with a joint in my hand and not worry about Yeah, if
1: that be the case. Everybody in Jersey City needs to go to Bayonne and smoke. <laughs> right in
0: the middle of the street. No, I don't think Bayonne... Well, I think it's New Jersey. Yeah, New Jersey. What the fuck am I talking about? That's what I'm saying. So, yeah.
1: But see, in Jersey City, it won't make that much of a difference. Now, it's listen, already like people do it out here.
0: Listen, I'm, let me explain for y'all out of Tanner. So Bayonne is like a... Um, Bayonne is kind of like a sister city to Jersey City we're super duper close we're like a hop skip and a jump away from each other but the cops in Bayonne are notoriously fucking racist are they? listen every time any well not every time
1: cause we gotta speak from personal not personal experience but like let's say there's. I haven't seen any footage ever since like the, the internet was another well, camera they, for us in the world I've never seen no crazy shit happening to somebody in Bayonne specifically, but Bayonne has a history.
0: That's what I'm saying. Bayonne, Bayonne, the Bayonne, ah, words, the Bayonne police department. I think they got smart because once they realized like, nah, niggas is filming everything. Let's just cool the fuck out on harassment. They follow the rules. Yeah. Um, So they kind of like, all right. I've never been
1: pulled over. I've never been harassed by a Bayonne uh, uh, PD. I have been harassed by JCPD. I'm from Jersey City, so I've had more opportunity for that to happen. Yo,
0: bro, listen. I've never been harassed by JCPD unless I was doing something I had no business doing. Now, years ago, in a life, in a past life, I was in Bayonne doing stuff. And I was driving back from Bayonne and I got pulled over. Now, listen, my car was clean. Like No I'm lying I didn't have a car at that time I was waiting for the bus And I was standing Now this was late I was standing on Broadway But it was around like 10.30 something like that And some cops rolled up on me At the corner I think I was on 40 something In that area Standing at the bus stop Cops pulled up on me Where you going? Home nigga You from around here? Nah I was visiting a friend all right so
1: they're gonna give you the third
0: right so i'm like yo bro like because he was just and they just and there's two white cops and they just sit in the car and it was like all right and they just sat there so i'm like all right so what now what i'm like all right and then he's like so you're waiting for the bus right i'm like yo bro like i don't want to be here no more than you want me here i'm yeah. trying to go home but it's just like that and then getting off the light rail in Bayonne. Well, we've we've explained my light rail issue, so that's neither here nor there. But the point I'm getting to is Bayonne has a history of being um harassment friendly. Well, so,
1: yeah. They, they they stick to a stereotype. Yeah, they
0: stick to a stereotype. So you can that's like akin to going into like a suburb or some shit as a person of color. So But I think with the um
1: I'll be seeing hood people in Bayonne.
0: No, this, now this I'll a be walking
1: of... and I'll be like, What do you I see people that I see from Jersey City, like uh a homeless person, specifically from Jersey City that uh-huh. I'll see uh-huh. in the streets in Bayonne. The walk is always different.
0: Oh yeah, they niggas just walking upright, they got their hands out of their pocket, like they not <laughs> they not looking. They not trying to give anybody any reason yeah, to call they the, the police. For you, not, none. Like they're they not trying to do anything But you know that that's what happens in areas like that You know that's funny that We always do that when we're in a I guess a predominantly white area Like niggas will behave quick No matter whether it's Bayonne Whether it's some high class suburbs Like niggas just walk different They won't litter as much They won't throw their cigarette buds out into the street Like I don't know man I don't know well, we got off into a tangent. I don't, I don't know how we got there, but fuck it. But yeah, anyway, like I was saying, so I'm washed. That's the point I was getting to. I'm fucking washed. But I think um, I'm embracing my washedness, if that's a word. Who fucking knows? But I'm, I'm embracing it. I'm embracing my um my adult, my adulting. Oh, also another thing. Since we're just gonna air out. Adulting issues Like yo why these companies Hate when you cancel shit Like I went to I called the Like yo I called the company Right For my car I was trying to cancel Some shit on there Like some, some bullshit I didn't need And the dude First of all I got transferred To like four different Representatives Niggas just trying To talk me down Like sir why do you Want to cancel And what can we do To improve it Bro listen Just cancel the shit bro I don't like it Just cancel the shit I don't want it anymore so they put me on hold for uh for uh like ten minutes. Get back on the line. They're trying
1: to make it hard for you.
0: Yeah, I get I get you back You gotta
1: crawl for this cancellation.
0: Right, like damn, like I <laughs> I gotta jump through fire for y'all to cancel this shit. So I um I'm on hold for ten minutes. Supervisor hops on the line. Yeah, uh, sir, Mr., uh so mister Why do you wanna cancel the service? I'm like, yo, listen, beloved. I done spoke to four of you niggas already. I don't like the service. I just want to cancel. Well, what can we do? Like the nigga was trying to argue me down about why I shouldn't cancel the service. Like I'm taking money out of his pocket. Maybe I was. I don't know. But the point being, for you corporate people out there who work in customer service, if a nigga is trying to call and cancel some shit, let him fucking cancel it, bro. Like it's not that serious. Okay? I don't like this shit. I don't have to write a fucking dissertation about why I don't want the service no more. Just cancel this shit. You niggas is aggy. So, in summation, that was my fucking week. But, uh, you know, shout out to me, man. I'm doing uh, adult level shit, I think. I don't know. I guess my, my mother will be proud. I hope so. But anyway, uh, ain't really shit happened this week like that, man. Shit was like I think, I honestly, I um, I ain't have a lot of topics written down, so I don't know how long this podcast will be. But <laughs> we go figure some shit out. I did though, I did because NBA is back now. i might have to preface this with with some information. Listen, I'm not the biggest basketball nigga right now. The '90s era, I'm with all of that, but these new niggas, I don't really know too many of these niggas right because you know I'm a football nigga, but. Niggas was fighting. So I always pay attention when there's violence. Now, the who was playing? The Lakers and, and, and the fucking Rockets was playing. And apparently that the um the story goes, uh I think either Chris I think Rondo spit on Chris Paul or Chris Paul oh. spit on Rondo. One of somebody got spit on and a brawl broke out. So, I don't I don't really, you know, fuck the particulars. We don't care about facts up here. But, niggas was brawling. Now, again, because I enjoy violence, I didn't give a fuck who won the game or who was up. I don't know any no shit like that. I know LeBron is on the Lakers. <coughs> and, um, he broke up. I think he pulled away Chris Paul away from Rondo, which Chris Paul is on the opposite team, which seems weird. Like, hold on. So, like... It looked weird to me because it's like, all right, so we, me and you, Frank, we out, right? And I get into it with one of your homies, right? And instead of you pulling me away, you pull your homie away. That's basically what LeBron did. And it it looked a little funny to me because it's like, that shit, Rondo's your teammate. Like, why wouldn't you grab your teammate? But, you know, Chris Paul, they, you know. But, he had but, to make a judgment call. Right. He's they, like,
1: who can I chill out right now? And he decided to go for him for whatever reason. And
0: then him and Chris Paul, like they go on family trips together and they wives know each other and they do all types of friend shit together. Cause you know niggas is friendly. But Yeah.
1: But you see, if it was really like that, he would have been like, yo, get yo, get the fuck off man
0: I got a I got you a know hot, me. I got a hot take though. You ready? I don't think LeBron could fight. I don't think he can fight Because like Now listen Hear me out here Hear me out Now LeBron If you've been following LeBron He hasn't had any real static With anybody in the NBA Like anytime Like he had shouting matches And he done stood tough Like he was about to Knock a nigga out But He ain't really He ain't really with the shits Not that I've seen Maybe I missed it If someone out there Can correct me Please do so But
1: I've never seen him swing
0: Yeah I've never seen him swing Or whatever anything like that right so this leads me to believe that the nigga can't fight now with him with that i think nobody tried him because he big as shit the nigga like what six eight some wow ass number the nigga tall as shit big as hell so nobody would try the nigga but
1: he might just slap the shit out of your ass and not need to know how to fight.
0: Probably. But at the same time, like, he'd be flopping all around the court. The nigga take a charge and then, Ugh! like, come on, bro. You too big for all of that. And then I saw him on stage with Drake and just how he was bouncing around and just look goofy. I don't, I don't know, man. You too big for all that. I listen, I don't know. LeBron you might be able To slap the shit out of me But you know That's what guns are for But that's besides the point What I'm saying is I don't know If LeBron could fight That's just My hot take for the week And then James Harden Like I don't think he wanted To mess up his beard Cause that nigga Was nowhere Around the static But With all of that, Oh And through all of the commotion I just want to make a very Very Um Give a Good Salute To the good brother Nipsey Hussle Now Nipsey Hussle was in the stands When all this commotion broke out right And the nigga stood up And pulled up his pants Now if any nigga from the hood Understands what that means You know Nipsey Hussle Was with the shits Now mind you this nigga is sitting front row He has a Lakers jersey on The nigga's from LA But he pulled his pants up Once Niggas looked like they was getting to it And I don't know what he thought he was going to do but just the fact that he was ready for whatever I had, I had to go play a uh, victory lap again like uh, that shit meant a lot to me because everybody knows what that is and like you, you got to stand up for your home team like if, the, if like if like if the Nets were still in New Jersey and Jason Kidd got into some shit like that I, I could see myself doing that I know I ain't going to do nothing because he's NBA player's big as shit but I was just, I'm standing up, nigga. You're not gonna do nothing on my home court. The fuck you talking about? So shout out to Nipsey Hustle, man. Keeping it real for LA. <gasps> Keeping it real for the for the coach in the community. He still has album of the, of the year, by the way. So, shout out to Nipsey Hustle now. Uh Frank, did you know that uh fuck I lost my whole train of thought. <clears throat> Pardon me. So they canceled Iron Fist and Luke Cage. Both? Both. They canceled both. So there's two trains of thought that are floating around now. Now I'm going to make this very clear for y'all. Both shows was trash. Luke Cage? Luke Cage, the second season was trash. Like I watched the whole season, shit was trash. First season was dope. Even though they killed Cottonmouth early as hell in the in the series, but first season was dope. Iron Fist, first season was trash. Second season got better. But they canceled both. So now the um the fuck? The fuck was
1: <laughs>
0: it's not bad, no. It's right. yeah, no bad all right. I can take that up. Nah, you good. The uh So the theory is because um the theory is because Disney is prepping their own streaming service or some shit like that that they take they're taking or they they're, they're going to re- revitalize Iron Fish and Luke Cage on whatever Disney streaming service is happening. I don't think that's true. I think the shit was trash. Nobody was nobody was watching the shit, so they canceled it.
1: That's the only reason they they'll cut a show.
0: I mean because I mean with, with, with Netflix specifically, well not specifically, but with Netflix in general, well, everything is about ratings. So if niggas is not watching, if you're not if you're not pulling in that engagement, that viewership, nobody's gonna watch the show. So what I did see with that is some of the people who were upset about the cancellation were 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 blaming these white corporations and they try to make it a racial thing. Now listen. I'm all of I'm all for calling out racism and oppression and all that type of shit. This ain't that, beloved. Shit was just trash. It was just that's just what it was. Okay. The the director, well, for Luke Cage specifically, the, the, the directors were black, the writers were black, the showrunner was black. Everyone on mostly, I'm I'm guessing because fuck fuck the particulars. Most of the people. On the production side of the show were people of color. They were women. It was a very diversified staff. So this is not a case of people quote unquote shitting on black art or or not giving black shows a chance. Because <clears throat> while I am a strong proponent for supporting black everything, the shit has to be good too. I'm not just supporting some shit because we the same skin color. Like, no, that's just a dub. And that's what happened with Luke Cage. That's it, bro. So you get all of these, like, I already saw the thing pieces popping up about, Oh, well, you know, Luke Cage is just another, another example of black shows not getting their credit. No, nigga, the shit was whack. Like it was just whack. That's it. No more, no less. There's no reason to, to look deeper, than what it was because again while racism while racism is everywhere and most people can interpret racism in everything this is not one of those cases if it was i'd be the first one to say something but this ain't that bro it's not at all shit was just whack man but you know daredevil's still up so if you niggas want to watch daredevil that's cool Daredevil should be good Yeah Daredevil I didn't get to watch it Cause I was too busy Being an adult this weekend And um So I didn't even get to Start the fucking series But Yeah man That's not that But this is like I do have I, I just That line of thinking As far as yo This is racism This is racism It's easy to It's easy to Attribute Everything to that Because it's so Heightened in this climate but you kind of gotta learn you gotta learn to, you know separate the facts from the fiction but you know and then like the Luke Cage he, the nigga dad that shit was whack the, the the villains this season was whack like the show was just trash man the show was just trash but what are you gonna do man people think um it's I think that's a, like an easy way out for Everyone who doesn't want to admit when this shit was trash That's like When niggas can't get a job And they want to say oh man it's the white man holding me down No nigga You, you wrote your resume in crayon Like what the fuck What are you doing Something You gotta take responsibility for the shit that you're not doing bro But it's all good We love Luke Cage Um I don't know what that big dude name is But shout out to him Shout out to Iron Fist Um I don't know man Everything isn't racism It's here But everything isn't racism It's just This particular incident With Luke Cage This shit was just trash Let's just Leave it at that Now I'm gonna run through, Running through topics here I told you it's, it's Sunday It's a light day I don't know what to tell y'all But Um What the fuck Say look I'm fucking up already but anyway did you usually played a lotto bro I don't gamble do you know how much the lotto is
1: i um, um, hold on, because whenever somebody asks you a question take it like just that, to take take a moment take, take take
0: a moment and take it
1: is, is it over a billion
0: 1.6 billion dollars. See, so now you're thinking about it differently right
1: well yeah if you feel lucky to play if you feel lucky
0: you so let's just alright let's just be hypothetical
1: and then they tax it but it, it don't it shit.
0: don't it don't matter cause you know it they, doesn't matter I didn't you know, have a if, dollar
1: if, yesterday yeah if you tax today it today I got 1.6 billion dollars if they
0: tax 1.6 billion dollars you know how much you're getting 595 billion million dollars
1: damn they tax the shit out you. I'll take that though what the fuck? I'm going to say no. 5 595 no. What's the first five. thing what's the first thing you doing? like I don't care about your plans, goals. What do you what's the first thing you doing that day? But what's the first thing the How, first, the first, how are you getting? The
0: first thing
1: first move you got the check. You could spend it. What's I, the first thing you doing that day?
0: I'm not doing it. I will tell you this. I you're tell you are taking them
1: shopping Oh the house. so real estate all day. Tri-
0: I, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this with five hundred. Uber driver's
1: getting tipped so
0: huge. I'll tell you with five hundred and ninety-five million dollars, I'm not doing the show anymore. <laughs> I'll tell you that right now. Yeah. I'll I will uh no I'm lying. I'll do the show, but we're buying a building. Buying a building. The What's fan- this
1: building gonna be? Headquarters?
0: It's gonna be it's gonna be a headquarters. It's gonna I like be that Stayed hard every fucking thing.
1: You got Batman, right? Tony Stark,
0: a Bo- ghostface killer. Yeah, a boogie's like Wonder Woman or some shit. A boogie's Wonder Woman. So I've been, so like, I say all that to say, I've been playing, I've been playing a lot of the lottery, in which I'm like you, Frank. I don't gamble at all. Like, oh, even I'm a with. a sore ass loser. Yeah, me too. That's why I don't gamble.
1: You lose $20 at the blackjack table? I might be waiting for you outside
0: Like yeah like even, even when niggas Was being in the hood Like shooting dice I was standing there But I'm not playing Mm-mm. I done seen fights Shootouts Nah I'm good I'm not playing dice With you niggas I hate to gamble <laughs> I love I like
1: playing dice though
0: yeah. I like playing dice too I play dice for push I play dice for push ups I'm not playing for no money Even I like I love spades I'm a high class spades player I don't Gamble with spades either But for 1.6 billion dollars yeah, mm-hmm, yeah. Take this three dollars. give me that quick pick, cause that shit is not. I don't know, man. That shit is not even. I don't even know where to start. I mean, of course you just do the family shit, get that shit out the way, but 1.6? Where are you going? You change your number?
1: I'm going. I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to an island. I'm going to like a small ass island where there's no Trump supporters.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: nah, there's one Trump supporter, but they do the laundry.
0: Word, that'll work. Yeah, I, I would. Yeah, like like y'all was saying, I would do the, the real estate first, family and shit. <sighs> Pay off all of these debt. I would cancel mad shit.
1: Yeah, I build the biggest studio you've ever seen. That shit would be a dream. The studio would be a fucking huge stadium. <laughs>
0: right, yeah. just some ridiculous shit. Just be because a big you ass got ass it.
1: Auditorium, yeah. You know?
0: Just because, like, even that. I have a show on like some of
1: my favorite artists. Yeah, you know who used to do that, Prince. That's fire. Prince That's fire. used to handpick because you know Prince had his own legendary studio. Right. And in that legendary studio, Prince was like. The god of looking at music Mm -hmm. right everybody respected him he only respects artists that are young and still out if they got talent like he could see it the energy right the the entertainment prince was all about the show Mm -hmm. so if you did what you did with the with the essence the body Mm -hmm. of an entertainer he respected you and he'd have you in a stage he had a whole studio it was a legendary studio you you could only be there if you were invited by him mm-hmm. that's the type of vibe that's how much control he had over that studio so with
0: well, well, 1.6 that would be your wave like only people you would invite i could respect that i could respect that i can't even i've been thinking for days about outside of just taking care of the family what i would do with that i don't i can't even i don't even know where i would i would invest in a lot of shit
1: but it, that, it would be cheap to do that shit cause at this point we building it ourselves
0: that's what well, we building it now instead that's of bullshit. buying some
1: new shit, some old shit and they selling it for new
0: that's how they get you
1: that's how they get you
0: and fuck you gotta all that,
1: understand man. the value in the shit so when you build it yourself like you su- you supervise it's mm-hmm. construction that's what a man do you know you supervise the construction of something to make sure it's done properly if you got the money like that Build it yourself.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And have it built correctly. You know, so that shit works for you. It's catered. Like a suit. You put a suit on after it's been tailored. That's just made for your body. It's made for your arms, your chest. Same thing with a house.
0: Yo. We should start a lottery pool. Let's do it. Cause that shit is um shit. I'm getting overwhelmed just thinking about it. Now, the we do have um, a good good brother in the building uh, We got Snook from Gold Dynasty in here Just cool. sitting in Catching the vibe You know, so uh, follow Snook on what's, what's your social media, Snook? Everything You can follow me on IG uh, You know, basically okay, underscore, cat, oops, Snook Underscore, underscore Word, follow Snook on everything Follow Gold Dynasty Shout out to the whole gang But, um Speaking of rappers, so last week we talked about uh, the Drake and Pusha T shit, right? Because Drake was on the shot with LeBron talking about this whole Pusha T shit and how he wanted to punch Push in the face, right? In a brilliant chess move in my eyes, Snook went on, uh, (laughs) Snook, the Drake, uh, Pusha T went on the Joe Budden podcast and explained his side of the story. Now this episode was like three hours long. It's just filled with. I'm I'm, I'm gonna tip my hat to Joe Button. Like that's a nigga who understands good content.
1: Joe Budden, yeah, yeah. He
0: understands the power of good content and viewership and all of that. So shout out to him. Cause but you still competition. So fuck you. But the the interview shed light on a lot of the it, it, it disputes a lot of the claims that Drake had. Like the story goes that. Um, Drake believed that the information about 40 or the information about Drake's son about Drake taking a trip to see his son about Drake all the information that Pusha T said in the disc the, the, the assumption was it came from Kanye West Pusha T clarified and said the information came from 40 now if you don't know who 40 is 40 is Drake's go-to producer and from what Pusha T was saying is that 40 was sleeping with a young woman and basically pillow talking that he told this young woman about everything that's going on with Drake about his son about them going to see the son about 40 being unhappy with Drake during certain periods all this information all this shit right And then the young woman talked to someone who knew Pusha, unbeknownst to her. So she was basically telling someone who knows Pusha all this information she got from 40 and got back to Pusha. And he just held it until Drake decided to jump out the window, which he did. Now, I don't know how you feel about pillow talking. And when I say pillow talking, before y'all listen, pillow talking works both ways, okay? Whether a man is speaking to a woman, whether a woman is speaking to a man, there's a certain shit you gotta know who you laying with. And this is a classic example of Forty giving information to someone that he really didn't know or who really didn't care for him. Because if she really loved the nigga, she wouldn't have told anybody else that type of information. Because that's basically handing the shotgun to a hitman. Because now he has all of this information. He's just waiting for you to say something crazy. That's like if, you, if, if y'all if you out, if you roasting a nigga, and y'all going back and forth, but you just looking at him like, I can't wait till you say this one thing, and I'm going to tear your ass up. That's basically what Pusha did. And the shit worked, man. The shit worked. And now, like, and it's funny, right? Yo, rap fans are so fucking fickle, like, now me included in that because I'm a fickle ass nigga too. But rap fans were yo, Drake one, Drake one, Drake one. Kanye West is a, is a bitch. He a snitch. He told all this information, and then now that Pusher has shared his side of the story, now everyone back. Now everyone is back on Pusher's side. So, I say all I have to say, don't trust rap fans. Because, again, we don't know what the fuck we talking about. But, it made for good fucking entertainment, I tell you that much. That the whole, um, they were smart on pushes from Push's team to sit down with Joe Button, who has the hottest, most sought-after podcast out, and to give that side of the story, like... And me as a like a hip-hop nigga like i was just all i was in tuned i was super duper in tune because i love hip-hop drama and hip-hop beef and shit like that couldn't ask for more man and then he you know pushes said some shit about jay prince right now for those who don't know but jay prince is like a he's a legendary "Quote unquote businessman in hip hop, but if you follow hip hop, then you understand Jay Prince is a fucking gangster, right? Jay Prince is from Houston. He's a notorious Houston gangster. He done, I mean, did what he had to do to get into the music industry. He did what he had to do on the street. So his reputation precedes him, more or less. So when, so the consensus around Jay Prince is, yo, most people respect Jay Prince's word." And Pusha was saying that, you know, Jay Prince called his management and was basically the nicest guy in the world. Like all this static that Jay Prince was promoting during interviews because he coattailed this Drake and Pusha drama to promote his book. Because when he would be in interviews, Jay Prince would be like, "Well, you know, I squash the beef between Drake and Pusha, and you know, you can't. I told Drake not to do that because when you lay down." With hogs, you get slaughtered. Talking all this greasy shit, right? But if you're familiar with Pusha T, you're familiar with his background. You also realize that Pusha T is also a gangster, and he seemed Pusha T seemed in the Joe Biden interview to be unbothered by a lot of the tough talk that that Jay Prince was promoting. So that leads me to believe that. It it, it reminded me of like when old gangsters be in the street Talking about what they used to do And then you have that young Hot-headed nigga Who don't really care about what you used to do Because he got it on him right now And he will clap you if he needs to That's what that Between Prince and Pusha T looked like to me It looked like J Prince was trying to use the mythology of his reputation of what he did in the past mm. to kind of pump push a T into not responding, and it didn't work that way mm. because from all accounts, from my eyes, it didn't look that way. Because usually, when Jay Prince is mentioned, people like tense up. They like, nah, I'm good, bro. That's Jay Prince. I'm good. Mm. wasn't like that at all. So you know, you gotta watch yourself out here. Because you know, gangsters get old too, and there's always a new one, up. A, a new up and coming gangster ready to.
1: But in Benny Blanco, you know Benny Blanco, that's that's a, the prime example of
0: that. Right yo, then. that's a pr- that's actually the,
1: the pr- example,
0: the example, because Benny was he was ready. Yeah. He didn't give a fuck about Carlitos, what he used to do, and like what, what's that whole line niggas always want to touch you when your gun goes wrong or some shit like that I'm paraphrasing but that's what it looked that was was actually more important well that was that piqued my interest more in that whole conversation rather than what Pusha said about Drake because no matter where you go in hip hop Jay Prince's name is just like that's like a no fly zone like you don't fuck with Jay Prince and for Pusha to just be like, I don't give a fuck, I don't care. It's just like, oh, okay. It's it's. And now Pusha's not young. Let's not get it confused. Pusha T is not young at all, but just on some, on some street shit, like, just like what, just little Benny Blanco. We've seen this movie before. Mm-hmm. So,
1: Blanco.
0: so you know, he, um,
1: that's Carlito's way, by the way.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you haven't seen Carlito's Way, well, I don't know. The, I don't know what the fuck you're doing out here, but that's a um. Why are we so obsessed with mob movies, y'all?
1: Because they come on. What?
0: Now, listen, I say that because I am obsessed with mob movies. Like, I've watched Goodfellas 1.6 billion times. But I don't know, man. Why were you on the subject? Yo, listen, man. Scarface was a fucking fraud. Stop following Scarface. Stop watching that movie. Stop idolizing that movie. Because you know why? He dies in the end.
1: It was still a great movie. It's a great movie
0: for entertainment value. But stop like...
1: entertainment value. To me, it's funny because it's funny. Because it's an Italian guy talking...
0: Like he's with a Cuban like dialect, like, but it's really
1: fucked up. So in reality, his, everybody loved the movie.
0: Was, was, his that accent was, that, was his accent that bad?
1: It was atrocious. You want to know how bad his accent was? You mm. want to have an idea? Mm-hmm. His man's Manolo, his right hand who came with him from Cuba, mm-hmm. his right hand Manolo, he spoke authentic Cuban. So you want to listen to how he said it throughout the movie? Compared to how Al Pacino said His His Spanish Is It's crazy
0: He he did like Cause you know why Cause I was watching Scarface a couple of weeks ago And I realized Like yo this is Like this is some bullshit Like niggas was really Living and dying Yeah this Niggas was really living And dying by this movie And the nigga was like At the end of the movie Like people fantasize The world is yours And all this other shit But like bro Like the nigga got coked up and shot the fuck up at the end of the movie. That's how you want to go out? No. That's not like that's not the wave, man. Like you, that is not like. It I It taught
1: some valuable lessons. It showed like
0: nobody it cares. The
1: rise to the top, right? Yo, the rise to the top and how you still ain't have shit,
0: bro. You know when my
1: family was all fucked
0: up. Man. You know what the you know my problem with that viewpoint is? Nobody cares about the fall everybody every this fucking videos recreated about this movie um rappers analyze that movie and everyone ignores the downfall of Scarface yeah nobody pays it nobody pays attention to bolivians
1: right so that
0: hey, <laughs> nobody the
1: lesson that that shit yeah, don't fuck it goes with, overseas
0: yo shout out to my bolivians but nobody chill
1: out, yeah nobody chop understands your head, and chop your head off
0: yeah so the moral of that story is um don't believe Scarface, don't believe any of the gangster movies. Honestly, because you're gonna get killed, or go to jail, or both. So <laughs> 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 just just chill. And that bro. was a punchin. Yeah. That, oh no. Yeah. That was definitely a punchin. That was definitely, a punch-in. That was definitely a punchin. That was definitely a punchin. Now, um, I did have a, a conversation that I wanted to bring to you, good brother. Now, as niggas on social media. How do you feel about um, hiding follower counts? Huh? How do you feel about hiding follower counts? There's an idea being floated around to where like Twitter and IG would hide follower counts as a um... Let me see how I put this. You
1: know, you're asking the wrong guy too. No,
0: I'm just. Well, just you can you can still chime in, even though you know the hashtag is where's Frankie, but you can still chime in. Like the idea behind that is, um, some corporations, a lot of social media corporations, are trying to move away from high, move away from people with high follower counts, but shit content. So the idea is if we hide the follower count We're essentially forcing people to pay more attention to content in, Instead of, oh he has 10,000 followers, let me follow him Or whatever the case may be
1: It's a ploy to get more people You think so? To get wrapped up into the, the social media platform I think
0: Why do you think that?
1: Because it's bullshit, man. It's just all bullshit. I mean, all right, I mean, okay. Don't fuck with social media. I know
0: that, but you... All right, take take your stance out of it. Let's look at it objectively. Because... All right, so let me, let me explain. Let me tell why I think it's... It's an interesting idea, right? Because, put it plainly, a lot of nigga shit is trash, right? There's a lot of musicians. There's a lot of artists. There's a lot of everybody doing everything on social media. And... How do we pay attention or what, what do we use to gauge I should listen to this person? Oh, he has or she has so-and-so amount of followers. They have 15,000 followers, right? So I'm looking at this like, okay, if we remove that from the equation. Now, if I click on like if, like Snook, if I click on your page, right, and I don't know how many followers you have. Now I have to look at your page to see what you be talking about. Let me listen to your music. Let me see what you be tweeting. Let me see what type of pictures you post. Let me see what type of person you are. Right? Now on a, on one hand that can be good to boost engagement like Frank was saying like to get more people active on social media but at the same time most niggas are lazy. They're not trying to Follow people for their content. They want to follow because that's the wave. Oh, he's popular. She's popular. Let me just follow them to. See why everyone is following them. And. I ain't gonna hold you. I thought it was a decent idea. Because. Essentially that level. That levels the playing field for creators. Right. Like you make music. Right. So. There's a lot of niggas. Niggas. Who may have more followers Who may have more followers than you Who make trash ass music But You might get overlooked Because they have more followers like Exactly It's always like that And thats Is that not unfair To a degree Because the argument to Counterpoint myself the argument will be Well build your followers up But how fair is that when niggas is buying Followers there's, um, uh, what's, that's what I'm saying, like, there's a rapper, what's his nigga name? Money Bag Yo. Money Bag Yo brought his page from a girl and forgot to delete all of the old tweets, right? So, she was on there saying all types of flagrant shit. Can't wait to get my pussy popped open and I'm trying to do a split on a dick. Just all this wild shit. All this wild shit, right? So now you have all of these wild tweets from a from a rapper now, and I don't know anything about this. So it just looks like your money bag yo is on Twitter wowing <laughs> But again, he brought the account from some from some woman. Now in the hide and the follow account thing, you couldn't do that anymore. It wouldn't be, yo, I'm gonna just buy a page that has 15,000 followers and start from there. Nah, you gotta, every to me, anyway, I could be wrong because, you know, I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about all the time. It could be a leveling of the playing field, just like with you. Like, I was telling Snoop, like, you're a musician, you're a engineer, you do all types of shit. And the... Frequency of you being overlooked for someone who has more followers than you is often. That happens all of the time. It's not even, yo, who's better? It's, yo, who has more followers? Entire industries have been built off of this concept. YouTube stars who get online. What's this white boy name? Logan Paul. He has millions of followers on Now I don't know how he got the followers, so I'm just saying. He has millions of followers on YouTube from doing splits everywhere. He'll go into he'll go into a fucking Wendy's or something and do a split. He'll go to a fucking funeral home and do a split. This is the same this is the same white boy who got in trouble cuz he went to Tokyo somewhere in Japan and he went to Something called suicide forest where It's like sacred and you're not supposed to do any type Of funny shit and he was in there With a samurai hat on With a fake sword Running around acting crazy But he has millions of followers on YouTube So my theory You eliminate the follower count And it's You telling people Or you're expecting people To be more what's the word I'm looking for be more um shit help me out guys I'm fucking losing my train of thought I can't think of the word but anyway whatever word I'm thinking of you're expecting people to be that to be more in tune with the content to be more conscious about what they're consuming because right now we just follow whoever has the biggest number so I don't know man I'm I'm a fan of hiding a follower count. It would it would help because, you know, I would get a lot of you other podcast niggas out the way. Cause, but at the same time, I don't I don't mind working, building building shit up because that's a part of that's a part of the journey. That's just as important. But these in, this, these industries have kind of corrupted that process with only picking who has the most followers. Which is causing people to, again, buy followers or cheat the algorithm somehow to make it look like they have more followers than what they do. Just, you know, people do all types of funny shit. But I just thought it was I thought it was interesting, man. I hope I actually I do. I don't know if that will work too much on Instagram. Because Instagram, like that is kind of based around. Yo, you got to have the most followers. Twitter is different because Twitter is more like engagement. Twitter is words. Twitter is you, yourself. So, I don't know, man. Just spitballing here. It might work.
1: Twitter is very fast.
0: Yeah, Twitter is... Fast paced. Yeah, Twitter is very fast, and you have to be kind of built for that in that way. Mm -hmm. Not about, like... Not... In far as intelligence, or anything like that, but you got to be able to be fast, because Twitter is, which what joke is the funniest? Who can meme this the fastest? How can you make this? As, how how fast can you make this go viral? That's that's the Twitter game. But oh, man, told y'all it was you know, keeping this light, keeping it light this week. Um, but yeah, that's all I got, man. <laughs> Super, I told you I, Look man my, Listen as we Let me give y'all a little tip About this podcasting thing Like We um, We all pull pulling from the same pool of content And well, It ain't there It ain't there I ain't gonna force it Fuck it But I did listen to a bunch of R&B this week um, Shout out to Summer Walker She dropped a project called Last Day of Summer Shout out to Marie. she dropped a project called After 4am, the EP, which is dope, who else? Yang. i let Frank hear some Yang on the way here. It was dope. Shout out to Yang.
1: What was the name of the song?
0: It was called Better Better. by by Yang, Uh, Khalid, Khalid, however you say his name, he dropped a project called Sun City. And that was it, man. Rap let me down this week. I wasn't really checking for rap after that Quavo shit. I don't really wanna. I need something better than whatever else was. Whatever else was going on. But um. What the fuck is this? Y'all niggas be rolling some old heavy shit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yo. Snook Snook be packing those those. Uh, Baseball,
0: baseball back. This tastes good too. What is that? Oh shit. Words. That's good. But um, you know, in the meantime, in between time, um, I apologize if this was too short for y'all, for y'all. We'll be right back again next week. I apologize, but again, I ain't gonna force it. And y'all shouldn't expect us to force it. But follow the show and everything. Um, IG Facebook Twitter all of that IG is for the stress underscore podcast follow Frankie Metals at Frankie Metals hashtag where's Frankie follow a boogie at peacock under pressure follow a celestial goddess for your holistic healing follow at Ivy's Tico for your herbal needs you know follow the whole team follow Snoop follow Gold Dynasty you know, follow everybody, man. And uh That shit tastes really good. I just threw my whole train of thought off I anything. Mean, yep. But uh in the meantime, in between time recreational marijuana for the stress.
1: Amen.
0: Later y'all.